This is the Advanced Selling Podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help business sales teams grow their business with modern strategies and philosophies. Now, your hosts, Bill Kasky and Brian Neal. As a preamble to this podcast, I want to make sure you knew about an event that I'm going to be doing with a good friend, Barb Weaver-Smith, who runs a website and a training company called thewhalehunters.com. Uh, we're doing an event this week, so make sure when you hear this, you go to thewhalehunters.com and sign up for it. It's a teleseminar on leveraging your sales assets. I think you'll enjoy it. Greetings, everybody. It's almost the weekend. Happy podcast day. Today's Monday, October 17th, sort of. It's almost in, Halloween. In too. podcast land, it is. I'm Brian Neal. Bill Kasky. And we are here every week on the Advanced Selling Podcast. We're glad you're with us. We hope, we keep getting new members, new listeners every week. And so those of you who are with us for the first time, please make yourselves known either via email at listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com or just go to LinkedIn, find Bill Kasky, Brian Neal. We also have a LinkedIn group there that you can come and join and talk and interact with your fellow podcast listeners. God, that intro was almost like it was rehearsed. It was, was not smooth. rehearsed. It was right. Isn't that nice? It's Friday. It's Friday and I don't have a game. I'm in a new, I, I'm relaxed. I'm out of you're a different the, guy. On I am completely out of the barrel. It's really, really nice. So, um, we talk a lot for those of you who don't know your new listeners. We have a woman in the office, very talented young woman named Jill Van Arsdahl. I usually say Jill Van Arsdale. She gets upset and she edits this podcast and, and she's 23, 24 year old, bright young woman. And sometimes says things that are just kind of quirky and funny that we call Jillisms. today at lunch. We were walking in, Bill, I don't know if you heard this. We get out of Bill's car and, um, she looks down at Bill's tires. Bill drives a 5 Series BMW. Nice little plug there. And the uh, caps on the where you the stem of the tire are blue capped. And she goes, ah, blue caps. You know what that means? I go, no, what? She goes, that means they're filled with helium. <laughs> I go, I think you mean nitrogen, not helium. Because if they were filled with helium, I think it would be kind of hard to steer. <laughs> She'd be floating oh 18 feet off the ground. <laughs> but she was so happy and sure of herself. She goes, ah, oh, blue caps, you know what that means? Yeah. It means they're filled with helium. So, But haven't we all yeah. done that before where we're getting ready to impart wisdom on someone else and we just miss it by just uh, three letters? Outstanding. Helium, outstanding, 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 outstanding. That's good. So. Uh, topic today. Uh, I oh, got, quick, got a couple things. Well, I got a quick shout out here to uh, my friends down at the Crane. Uh, they are podcast listeners, and they called us here a few weeks ago, and I think we told the story. And so I went down last week and trained uh, some of their folks. The Crane is a great resort in Barbados. Yes. If you're ever wanting a very relaxing, a warm vacation and great sun and just uh, just unbelievable property. Visit the crane. And just yes. gr- uh, great people, Kim and Paul, and uh, a whole, whole gang of salespeople. We just had a great two days together, and uh, it was a, a just, they were so gracious and, and all their uh, just compliments for the podcast and the great room and great accommodations. So it was just an awesome week. And hoping that they invite you back. Hoping that they invite us or back. Or let yeah. me say that another way <clears throat> hoping they invite us uh, back. <laughs> <laughs> As uh, October's hard for me to travel, I'm really glad you got together. It was a nice getaway, though, wasn't it? It was it's nice. Gorgeous. And if there's any other of you out there who have resort condominium <laughs> and you need business, some- Sales coaching. That's right. If you happen to own a fancy resort somewhere very warm, call me. I'll be happy to travel That's there in right. February. That's right. In Barbados, I'm probably I'm probably exclusive with them, but uh, anywhere yeah. else and, we, can, uh, we can go anywhere. Homeland to the the now sexiest woman alive. I saw that. Rihanna was now the sexiest woman alive, and she's a Barbadian, as we say. Mm-hmm. Barbadian. She's all over the place down there, man. Her uh, her picture and her portrait and her she does a lot of advertising. She's, she's good. She's yeah. beautiful and talented. Yeah. Fantastic. Okay. Topic. Topic time. Ready? Uh, we're going to the mailbag today. This is coming from LinkedIn, 
And so again, those of you who are first time listeners, or if you want to chat with us, shoot us a message on LinkedIn. This is a topic for the podcast. It says, um, I'll paraphrase here. I'm sure a lot of pharmaceutical reps listen to the podcast as they drive around would like to think so. Mm-hmm. And, um, this question comes, it says, um, can you talk a little bit about the relationship between an expert doctor and an industry rep? I uh, try to add value. I have this feeling of abundance and detachment that we talk a lot about. I'm glad to hear that. Um, ultimately, though, I have no choice of whom I call on. And mm-hmm. I also don't really have any new product innovation necessarily because a lot of these yeah. drug reps, they, you know, they drugs on patent for 17 years and it never changes. Yeah. So there, there are two parts to this question. One is how do I maintain a high level of abundance attachment where either one, my territory is stagnant, so I'm a fixed commodity there. I can only call on 15 customers in the territory. Or number two, when my product hasn't innovated yet or I don't have anything new to sell, how do I continue to add value to the lives of my customers? So my job is to ask the question, your job is to answer. Go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Easy. Yeah, and I had a, a situation with a client uh, yesterday where she called and we were talking about she was getting ready to go up to visit uh, a handful of her prospects up in uh, the Northwest, and she was going to take the brochure. Well, she, it's sort of a route, and she's been on this route for a while, and mm-hmm. and the last thing a customer needs or a prospect needs is yet one more brochure. Correct. So leave the brochures at home, and I think maybe we can talk about some things that whether you're in the pharmaceutical business calling on the same people with the same product or you're in another business, but you still need to make calls and go out and see people, what do you take? How do you position yourself? Yep. So let's start with that, and I'll get uh, fairly tactical fairly quickly. I think this this comes under the heading, too, sometimes, is what do I have to say when I've got nothing to say? Or what do I say <laughs> when I've got nothing to say? Yeah. Or what do I what do I say when everything's the same as it was the last time? So here's what I want to challenge you listeners to think about. Um, you probably are very well-versed, especially if you're a pharmaceutical rep. You get tested to no end on your product and your product knowledge and what your product does for disease states and cases and things like that. What I want you to start to do, though, is I start, want you to start to listen to the next ring out level of pain that a doctor has. And I don't mean doc, physical pain, but what sorts of things does a doctor's office struggle with? So you may be calling on um, uh, a heart surgeon or a heart doctor, cardiologist. Well, th- those people, they know about the, what your drug does, but the cardiologist is a it's cardiology practice, especially here in the States, is a business, right? They have to go find relationships with hospitals for referrals. They have to find ways to maximize their patient care in and out. How do they handle collections? There's all sorts of other things, staff leadership. There are other pains and things that they have to deal with that are outside of what you do. Interesting idea as a salesperson to position yourself here as an expert in their business is to start to understand what those things are and then go look for knowledge that's readily available in this new thing called Google. <laughs> Uh, you find knowledge that speaks to that. And so if a doctor says, man, I'm really, my, I'm struggling to keep, I keep turning over nurses. You know, I've got a real problem here with nurse turnover. Yeah. Nothing to do with the drug condition. But wouldn't it be interesting if you sent that guy a blog post or gal and it said, um, top five ways to return um, high level nurse talent. Or retain. Right? Or retain. Did yeah. I say return? Return. I meant to retain. Yeah. How do it's I keep Brian-ism. it? Yeah. It is a Brianism. <laughs> yeah, exactly. How do I get rid of these folks? Um, so all of a sudden you position yourself not as someone who represents a drug, but someone who has really tuned into the industry, into the business of running a cardiology practice. And there is so much data available via Google and the, and the Internet these days. Uh, you, my little thing I do with my kids is I say, if you have a question, you ask Google the question. So don't type in information on how to retain nurses. You type in the yeah. question, how do I keep high-level nursing yeah. staff in my practice? And then you'll get blogs and podcasts and knowledge and white papers about that, and you forward those to your customers. Okay, so I can hear yeah. our uh, a listener say, yeah. well, 
yeah, I know what you're doing there. You're trying to get me to be more than just who I am, and you're trying to get me to be more of a resource. But Brian, I'm not really sure if that's my that's my role here. No. That that seems like a lot of work, and I wonder if my doctors are going to say to me, "What well, what are you doing bringing me how to retain nurses articles? I thought you were the pharmaceutical rep." Yeah, you're right. So I'm, yeah. I'm pushing back a little bit. Not, that's fair. Not just because. No, just go ahead. Well, I was going to say that's very fair. So in that case, what I'd say then, in that case, what I keep doing is I would keep bringing them Don Pablo's every third Thursday and just take your lumps, right? Because that seems to be adding a lot of value to the practice, right? Well, you could switch it up, Don you Pablo's, could. go to yep. Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, my God, could morning? you ever? I didn't think about that. We could get Panera catered in, which is great. <laughs> no, seriously, though. I mean, there, there's a, if, you, if, you want, if you're okay with that, then that, that does. That obviously works because drug companies do that all the time. And this doesn't just apply to the pharma rep. Um, this is about changing and looking at something yeah. a little bit different. And so when you're sensing that, if you're saying, oh, I don't know if that's my role, then one, that tells me that's good because that means we're going to a place that's uncomfortable, which yes. is typically what happens when we stretch. Just like if a golf coach changes your golf swing, you go, I don't like how that feels at all. And the golf coach goes, good, that's the point. That mm-hmm. means we're getting change in the muscle memory in the way you should not like it at first. Do it a lot, and then you'll like it more. If it doesn't work, you can always go back to the You can always go back. Always go backwards, right? In a program I'm I'm in, they say, we will always refund your misery. (laughs) I love that. But you know, always refund your misery. I think there's a, in uh, maybe the direction we go down in a future podcast is this idea of status. Yeah. And you know, on Facebook, status is isn't either single or taken or whatever. What's oh the yeah Facebook yeah in a relationship? My relationship favorite is it, it's complicated. That's always fun. It's <laughs> good. But I think it's the same thing here, and that is if what is your status to your customer to your prospect? Oh, what, nice. If you're a pharmaceutical rep and all you do is pitch drugs and, and clinical trial information, information and data. Yeah. Uh, it, how do they see you? What is your status? And, and what we're trying to do here with a little bit of this, and we're going to be doing more of this in the future, is trying to change your status from a sales rep to an expert. Yep. And when you're an expert, and when you can, and I wrote down here as you were talking, uh, and I had a lot of time to write this down in the very first part of this. <laughs> you asked uh, me the questions. Uh, I know, I know. Uh, this idea <laughs> of insight and perspective is your value. Yeah. So you offering insight, and what Brian's talking about is give give your customer a little insight on something that they may be not expecting from you, but still is pertinent to you helping them run their business better. Yes. And it doesn't have to be a full, you don't have to write a white paper on how to uh, retain nurses. You can go to an article or you can pen a little article. Maybe it's just a, a, a 300 word article that you do some of the things that you've seen other practices do. Yeah. Or God forbid, you go around to all of your customers who you don't know what to say because you've been there you know, every, every three weeks for the last two years and say, hey, this is going to be a totally different conversation. I'm doing some research on what people do to keep good nurses. Yeah. And I'd love to know your top two tips for keeping good nurses, if you don't mind. And, and, and we will highlight those. We'll highlight in those a, in a little article or something. Me? A doctor Great, or isn't it? Great. Oh, here, let yeah. me, doctor. Here, I'll tell you what to do. Boom, boom. Yeah. And you go ask another doctor. Now, and it totally changes the whole face of your relationship, I think. Yeah, remember the relation, and this is, gets back to the relationship issues, is what, what are we there to do? Are we yeah. just there to pitch our product and sell drugs yep. or sell whatever you sell? Or are we there to help them solve problems, even if the problems we help them solve don't actually come from us selling them something? Yep. And I think it's the latter today, and I think that's the wave of the future in sales, we both do, yeah. to position yourself as an expert. Now, you can't position yourself as an expert if you don't really think you are an expert. Right. And you talked about Google, Brian. I think there's a book out there called How to Be an Expert in Anything in One Hour on Google. 
Beautiful. So we're not talking about days and weeks of MBA no. school. We're talking no. about in one hour, you can probably even Google the top 10, in, in this pharmaceutical rep's case, the top 10 problems that uh, small doctor's practices have right. and come up with the 10 things. You can. Yeah, you can yeah. do anything there in Google. It's very good. Good discussion. Yeah. And let's carry on with that expert. Let's, for the next podcast or w- one of the next couple, let's, let's carry on that discussion. How do I become or position myself as an, as an expert? So if you're listening to this, your first-time listener, come back and figure out, oh, we'll tell you a little bit about how to start yeah. the process of becoming and positioning yourself as an expert, as a salesperson. But don't shut it down just because you don't think it's your business. Hear yeah. us out and... and Flesh it out and try it. And then, it, you, like Brian said, you can always go back. But uh, we'll, we'll be doing some more of this. And it was a great question. Thank you. Uh, we yeah, can't use very, the very person's good. name because they ask us to be anonymous. So. Yeah. He said Evan. Just stick to Evan. Oh, stick to Evan? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know a lot of Evans except for this guy. Well, it's actually Nave spelled backwards. His real <laughs> name is Nave. Nave. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, make sure you uh, contact us, listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com, and we'll answer your questions in future episodes. And also go to advancedsellingpodcast.com for all of the toolkits and worksheets and all sorts of stuff that we give away. Yep. See you next See time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. This has been the Advanced Selling Podcast, presented by Kasky Achievement Strategies, Indianapolis. Join us each time we record a new podcast by going to BillKasky.com or to iTunes. Mm-hmm.